Good morning. There's a sound of life in the camp. <laughs> I want to share some, some thoughts this morning. I feel like um, I want to share some thoughts on how to experience God. How to experience God. And I, I know that sounds, immediately kind of sounds presumptuous, you know, like, oh yeah, so you know how to experience God. But I, all I'm going to do is share some things I've learned. It's been, I was thinking it's been uh, August of 1976 is when I said yes to Jesus. In 1976, so it's been 35 years that he has kept me and taught me. And I was thinking, Lord, you're so faithful. Here I am, 35 years later, telling people about you. And it's all because of his grace that he's kept me and he's taught me. And it's just awesome. And 35 years is nothing in the, in the eyes of the Lord. A thousand years is a day. But for me, it's a lot. For my little life. So I just want to share some thoughts. Jesus said, learn of me. Jesus said, learn of me. And the scripture talks about knowing the ways of God. Uh, acts, Israel saw his acts, but he showed Moses his ways. And there are some ways I've learned about him. And I just want to share some thoughts. Now, the temptation is to make this a formula. But it's not a formula, but it's learning his ways. It's learning about him. Some things I've learned, but I'm telling you, it's so cool. We can experience him anytime, anytime, anytime. There's no brass ceilings. There's no barriers. There's, there's, there's absolute access, absolute access to the Father through the Son by the Spirit 24-7. Jesus said, he who comes to me will, co- will go through a door, which is Christ himself, and find pasture, in and out, and find pasture. He is the anchor that goes beyond the veil. He has parted a door that no man could open. I'm telling you, it, it's easy. It's easy. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Come learn of me, he says. He made it easy because he did all the work. To make it possible. So I just want to talk about how to experience him and what I've learned so far. And I'm still learning so much, you know, just so much to learn. Unsearchable is Christ, you know, the riches in Christ. Unsearchable. So let's go into this. And these are spiritual things. The words are spirit and life. It's not a formula. But I know he wants to say some cool things today. Awesome. Lord, thank you that you teach us. As you said, they all shall be taught of God in this new covenant. Thank you, the Holy Spirit. Thank you that the Holy Spirit is our teacher. And you lead us into all truth. Lord, thank you for your intimacy. Thank you that you draw us. You draw us to yourself. Thank you, Lord, that you have brought us on eagle's wings and brought us to yourself. Oh, God, a veil has been rent that will never be sewed up again. A door has been opened that no man can shut. Green pastures and still waters await 
those who simply go, go to Him. Go to Him. Thank you, Lord, for teaching us your ways. In Jesus' name, amen. In the Gospel of John, I want to start here in the Gospel of John. In the first chapter, let's take a look at this. This is so cool. Let's start, I guess let's start with verse 35. Chapter 1, verse 35, the Gospel of John. There's a reason why the Apostle John put what he did in the Gospel in the order in which he put it. The Spirit led him to write this Gospel, obviously. And there's a reason why he starts here after... The Father speaks to the Son from the heavens and, and his, his ministry is beginning now. There's a reason for this and it's so rich. Let's see this in chapter, chapter 1 of the Gospel of John, verse 35. Again, the next day, John was standing with two of his disciples. This is right after the heavens opened. You can see in the verses above that where the Father says, This is my Son. And John testifies that this is the Son of God. And then he goes right into this. Again, the next day, John was standing with two of his disciples, and he looked upon Jesus as he walked. And he said, Behold the Lamb of God. Spontaneously out of his spirit, he, just, he saw him walking. He's baptizing people by the water, and there's a crowd there. And he saw him walking. This is the next day after this event that happened with John. John's been thinking about it all night, probably staring at the stars all night. He saw a dove in bodily form descend on him and remain on him. He heard the voice of God himself, and he's, he just still can't get over it. And then he sees him walking the next day, and out of his spirit he says... Behold the Lamb of God. Two, and two of his disciples are standing next to him. Verse 37, And the two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. They heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. 38, And Jesus turned and beheld them following, and said to them, What do you seek? And they said to him, Rabbi, which is translated teacher, where are you staying? Where do you dwell? Where do you live? And he said to them, Come, and you will see. Come, and you will see. They came, and therefore they saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. Tenth hour is, um, let's see. Roman time would be 10 o'clock in the morning, but the 10th hour Jewish time would be 6, 4 in the afternoon, beginning with 6 a.m. So it would be like, I think it's more accurate to say it's 4 in the afternoon. is what. And one of the two had, who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. 
He found first his own brother, Simon. He went to get Peter and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which translated means Christ. He brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You shall be called Cephas, or which is translated Peter. You shall be called Peter. Verse 43. The next day he purposed to go forth into Galilee, and he found Philip. And Jesus said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, of the city of Andrew and Peter. And Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said to him, Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? And Philip said to him, Come and see. Come and see. Verse 47. Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and he said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed in whom is no guile. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? And Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. Because Peter is talking to him about this all the way there, walking there. That John had said, He is the Son of God. He is the Lamb of God. Nathanael says, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, and I think with a smile, Because I said to you that I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You shall see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you shall see the heavens opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Of course, he's, a, he's referring there to Jacob's ladder. They knew exactly what he was talking about. When Jacob had the vision of the house of God that he, he woke from that dream, remember Jacob, and he woke from that dream and he said, God is in this place and I didn't know it. God is in this place and I didn't know it. He said, is not this the house of God? Is not this the door to heaven? Because he had this vision of this ladder that was extended that came that was on the earth, extended to heaven, and angels were ascending and descending on it. So when Jesus said, you shall see angels, the angels of God, ascending and descending on the Son of Man, what he was saying was that he is the fulfillment of Jacob's ladder. He is the, the connection or the bridge or the door between heaven and earth, and that he would see greater things than just the fact that he saw him under the tree. First thing that I want to share about just how to experience God is, is realizing first and foremost that realizing first and foremost that He sees you. Before you can see greater things or see Him, Rest in the fact that he sees you. Very key, key. Nathaniel was seen by Jesus himself first. First, he sees us. 
Galatians says, it's not that you know God, rather that you have become known of Him. See, Jesus said, I know my sheep by name. So, the first thing to ponder and to realize is that you and I are not trying to see Him. We're not trying to um, know Him as much as we're resting in the fact that He sees us. It's a switch in the way we think. It changed Nathaniel's life. You saw me? You saw me? I remember one time I was on the LSU campus walking, and I walked under this limb on the sidewalk in college, and the Spirit spoke to me just as clearly. That's why I remember it to this day. The Spirit spoke to me and said, I saw you walk under the limb. It's awesome. He's like, he said, I just saw you walk under that limb. I was like, wow, Lord. And of course, he brought Nathaniel back to my mind, and I saw you under the fig tree. He sees us. He, he knows us. He knows us. Awesome. See how this is the first step to experiencing Him? It's not that we first loved Him. He first loved us. It's opposite the way natural man thinks, but it's, it's a matter of receiving first. Receiving first. We don't want to make this a formula, but I'm going to put a couple of words up here. We don't want to make this a formula, but this might help to. <laughs> the first step to experiencing God is to receive from Him. Not try to get to Him, not try to uh, know Him, not try to see Him, but to know that He sees you. To know that He sees you. To know that He knows your name. That in itself, just to ponder that, is mind-blowing. That He knows your name. He sees you. He knows your name. And He has come to know you. Not just that you've come to know him. Awesome. Paul says, he who has received this abundant grace and the gift of righteousness reigns in life by one Christ Jesus. The key to spiritual life and experiencing God is, as Clark says all the time, which is so true, being good receivers. See, the humble receive. The proud don't. Because the proud doesn't see their need the humble receive because they see their need. So it's very important to, to receive. We talked about how George Mueller, who had the orphanage years ago, the first thing he would do, first thing he would do in the morning was get happy in the Lord, he said. He would let God love on him. First thing. First thing. When you're laying in bed in the morning, when you first open your eyes, first, first thought, try this. It's awesome. Just... just just say, I receive your love, Lord. Let him love you. Let him love on you. First thing in the morning. It's not a selfish thing at all. We can only give what we've received. It's not that we first loved him. He first loved us. 
We're mere branches on a vine. We receive life from the vine. He is the true vine. We must receive life from him. We have nothing to give except that he give it to us first. So we receive love from him. We receive, we hear him love on you. Hear him call you beloved. Hear him call you his own. Hear him call you your name. Hear him say, I see you. Awesome. Receiving. Awesome. Then the next thing, and I'm not trying to do this with R's like people do, R, the R's and stuff. It just... Yeah, what am I doing? Yeah, it's, it's remember. The next thing is to remember the truth. You're still, you're still not doing anything toward Him. You're receiving His love. You're receiving the awareness that He sees you, that He knows your name. And now you're just remembering what he has done. What he has done. You're just resting now. You're still just in a receptive mode of just remembering the truth. Jesus left us the bread and the wine as a key to experiencing God. You receive the bread. You receive the wine. And then you eat and you take it in you and you remember. Do this in remembrance of me, Jesus said. And the, and the presence of God is energized in our being when we do that simple thing that he left us to do, to remember him. And one of the main things he wants us to remember, this body was broken for you, this blood was shed for you, for the forgiveness of sins. The main thing to remember is that your sins, my sins, are no longer counted against me. Number one thing, because that's where the human race lives in our, in our weak frailness, in our flesh, in our bodies. We need to remember that where sin abounds, grace does much more abound. So we remember the truth of the finished work of Christ. We remember the truth that he has totally taken away the sin of the world. Behold the Lamb of God, John said, who takes away the sin of the world by one act of death. By one act of of obedience, Paul says, he takes away the sin of the world forever. So we, we remember that awesome reality. And then we remember that we are also joined to him. That it's not just someone outside of us, but he's within. Even as you take the bread and the wine within, it's a remembrance that he's inside of us. Union. So we remember union. We remember we're receiving his love for us. We're remembering the truth. And then we remember that we're joined to him. That he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit. The scripture says the Holy Spirit will bring to remembrance the things that he teaches us. Powerful, powerful. I know I've said this before, but I think in Revelation it talks about the two wings of the great eagle. Revelation 12 talks about the two wings of the great eagle were given to the woman, which I think is a reference to the church or the bride, that she might fly to her place, a place prepared by God, that she might rest and be nourished and protected from the face of the serpent. That place is Christ. 
That place is, yes, the secret place of the Most High is Christ Himself. It is union with Him. The two wings of the great eagle, I believe, refer to revelation and remembrance of that revelation. Because you can get revelation, but if you forget the revelation, it doesn't do you any good. Peter says, the guy who's not bearing fruit has forgotten that he was once purged from all his sins. So the revelation he had at one time, he's forgotten. And Paul says a lot about remembering, keep in mind that which I preach to you. Peter says, I stir up your minds by way of remembrance. So remembering is powerful. In fact, it's the one thing Jesus left us to do, to remember with bread and wine. So one, one wing of that eagle is revelation. The other wing is to remind us of that revelation. And Jesus himself said, the spirit who brings revelation will also bring to mind what I Amen. told you. Amen. So the same spirit who brings revelation brings remembrance of that revelation. It's the two wings that work together to bring us to that place in him where we are resting and nourished, the scripture says, nourished and protected from the face of the serpent, from the, from the water that comes out of the mouth of the serpent. The water that comes out of the mouth speaks of words, lies of the enemy. So it's powerful to just remember union with, with Christ himself. Um, now right here, there's a drawing that takes place. There's a drawing at... You know, you're, you're allowing Him to love you. You're remembering the truth. And then, here it comes. What, what comes? The only sacrifice remains... The only sacrifice that remains, praise, thanksgiving. It's just a, it's a response that you don't have to work up. It's drawn out of you. Amen. You're just Amen. thankful. Thanks. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for not counting my sins against me. Thank you for what you did. Thank you that, I'm, that I have a new heart. Thank you that I'm in union with you. Thank you that... It, Heaven is my home, my destination. Thank you. Paul talks about the power of, of being thankful. He says when you pray with thanksgiving, it's very powerful. In fact, when we, are thank, when we find ourselves not thanking God for little things even, it's a sign that we're, 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 uh, our eyes are, are more on, on, uh, on this world than His. So it's just a neat little barometer, you know, that you realize, you know, I haven't thanked God in a long time. Then just rest. Be still. Be still. Don't start thanking Him. Don't start working up a praise thing that uh, the power of praise, the books years ago, the power of praise, you know, you can work it up. You know, look, look what they did in the jail. They praised and the jail cell opened. And no, that's, it's, that's a formula. Just be still. And know. Receive, remember, and then it comes. And it's real then. It's not like some formula worked up. God's not a Coke machine like Malcolm Smith says. He's not a Coke machine where you put money in and you get something. You know, it's, like, it's not a formula. It's a relationship. And so thankfulness is, the, is what comes forth. Then the fourth thing... One of the 
key apostolic things we find in the letters of Paul. Making melody in your new heart. Now this will be spontaneous after this. You don't have to think about, okay, I need to sing some songs now. No. It will flow from a receiving to remembering to a thankfulness to a song. Paul says one of the keys to experiencing him is making melody in your heart. Singing psalms and spiritual songs, he says in Ephesians and Colossians. Songs and spiritual songs and psalms making melody in your heart. It's a very powerful, it's worship, it's worship. It's an adoration, it's worship. All these things that it'll come spontaneously. He does inhabit the praises of his people. It's, it's, there's an experiential aspect that is real, that is part of going through the door, part of going beyond the veil. And that's it. From this point, you're on your own. <laughs> it's not a formula, but from this point, get ready to be touched by Him. Song of Solomon, there's a, uh, yeah, Hazel. Yeah. This just goes right along with what you said. Yeah, go for it. Um, Yesterday I was at my son's house. He has a book called 100 Places You Want to Visit in the U.S. Before You Die. So I was flipping through it, and I saw a number of places I would like to go. And then I, as we were driving home in the car, I said to Russ, I said, you know, there's one place I'd like to go in the U.S. That's Zion National Park. So that's the only one I picked out that I was like, yeah, I'd love to go there. I've seen the pictures. I want to go. Cool. And I just said, I would love to go to Zion National Park. There were a lot of other great ones, but that's the one I picked out. So we go to the restaurant, and I'm going to my table, and I, I spot a guy here with a T-shirt on with nice embroidery, upscale, you know. I look, and it says Zion National Park. Oh. I went back to the table. I said, Russ, I think God sees me. Awesome. Awesome. And then I said, I'm going to Zion, but it might not be in Utah. <laughs> The other Zion. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, I said, was that coincidence? What are the chances? No. No. All I can get from that is God sees God sees No, that is not a coincidence. Isn't that awesome? Write that down. Write it down. Amen. Amen. Write it down. James, I had an experience this week where I was involved in a business transaction at the end of our meeting, the guy just looked at me and he says, you know, you're going to go places in life because you're such a positive person. And I looked at him and I, I didn't want to rebuke him anyway. <laughs> I just looked at him and I said, I, I just said, I thank you for your comment. I appreciate the encouragement. But did you know that whenever he said you're such a positive person, those four things right there showed up in my heart. The Lord said, you have received of me, you remember me, you are a thankful individual, and this song in your heart can't help but be misinterpreted. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. 
And you're always saying, remember the truth, remember the truth. Man, that's awesome. That's so cool. That is not a coincidence. God sees us. Yes. Pat. It says, he that gives thanks prepares a way to see the salvation of God. Awesome. Psalm 50. Yeah, Psalm he who, he who gives who, thanks. Who gives thanks or makes the sacrifice of thanksgiving prepares, prepares the, way the way to see, see the salvation of God. Wow. The works of God. Wow. The ways of God. That's it. Another witness of the truth. Cool. You know, if you think about Psalm, Psalm 23, the, the uh, psalm that we're all familiar with, the, the Lord is my shepherd, David, um, when he says those words in that psalm, it's, it's, all about, it's all about the Lord. It's not about David. It's all about receiving from the Lord. It's all about remembering the Lord. It's all about uh, being thankful. And it's a song in itself, the psalm, you know, it's a song itself. So it's, you know, the Lord, the Lord is my shepherd. I have need of nothing. It's from him. Um, how does it go? He leads me into green pastures and still waters. He leads me, he brings me to this place of peace. And he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. He, he shows me how to, to walk like he walks and who he is, his namesake, and um, what's the next thing he, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you know, he, he recognizes we're in a fallen world, I fear no evil, death is not, I'm not uh, afraid of death, yeah, just a shadow of death, because death can't touch us, that's so awesome, shadow of death, fear no evil, for thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. That's, that's a picture of protection. You know, the shepherd's staff fights off the wolves. And the hook, if you get stuck in the, the cracks of the mountains that they use, the shepherd used that to pull them out of the holes they get themselves into, the little sheep. The rod and the staff, they comfort me because if I see that staff, I know I'm going to be okay. He's going to protect me. He's going to fight my enemies. And uh, what's the next thing he lays in the presence prepares a table in the presence of my enemies I'm eating I'm enjoying life I'm in I'm in two realms at the same time though my enemies are around me it's I'm in another place in him and I'm eating this banquet that he's prepared see it's all him it's all him it's all him it's all him and uh, what does he say my cup runs over that's thankfulness you know it just runs over it just runs he he doesn't give us just I love the way the Lord didn't just multiply the, uh, the fish and the loaves just so everybody has just enough. But he had 12 baskets left over, you know. He lavished his grace on us, you know. And what's the next thing? Uh, my cup. Yeah, he anoints my head with oil, the Spirit of God. The, the sheep had oil anointed on them to keep them from the flies and the bugs so they didn't have any pest. And they could see their eyes. They could see, anoint my eyes, yeah, with oil. Um, and then the next thing, surely, 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 because of who the Lord is, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord 
as Jacob said, this is the house of God. The ladder, Christ himself being the ladder. I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Isn't that awesome? Amen. It's, it's just, it's that receiving of him. It's seeing him. It's allowing him to love on us. Remembering the truths of his protection, his provision, his, and the thankfulness that comes and the songs that come from that. He sees us. He sees us. Yeah. We're encouraged in the scriptures. We're told of some of the manifestations of how the Spirit of God dwells and manifests out of the heart of men. And we're encouraged to, to pray in the Spirit, pray in the understanding, sing in the Spirit, sing in the understanding. I want to encourage all of us as believers and those who have not come to believe yet today. But when you believe, the dynamic of the melody of the heart is so refreshing. The Holy Spirit will guide you to turn off the radio. He will guide you to get rid of the noises around you. And one of the great joys of my life has been over the last two, two and a half decades of just being experienced in what you're talking about today in a very practical way. And that number four is so real to me. Because the Lord has allowed me to go from beyond just seeing the song of God, you're so good, God, you're so good, to enjoying the reality of seeing a song that I don't even understand with my own human brain. And I can't even understand how to put it in words, and I don't need to write it down and make it some famous religious song. I don't need to compose anything because the Spirit of Christ, the great composer himself, rises up within you, within me. And he begins to sing a song to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit that just transcends all that other mess. Yes. And in that song, you begin to just feel like you're out of this world. I have literally driven down I-4 from Kissimmee home and not remember driving I-4 from seeing the Spirit. Yes. I know it's weird and it sounds strange, but it's a reality and it manifests itself in a real way. Yes. And I just, let me encourage you to sing songs of your heart. Yes, yes, yes. And in the Spirit. Russ, thanks so much. Thanks so much for sharing that, man, because there's a reason why this is the last one. It's powerful. But this all goes before. And then this. Something, it's beyond our comprehension what happens, but it is, it is divine. Pat? Something you just said just hit me. It, it's not only the melody in our heart, but it's the melody of our heart. Yes. It's of our heart. Yes, it is of the new heart. Uh-huh. It's like some brother said a while back, he said... Uh, he was composing songs, you know, worship songs, and he, and he called it songs from the homeland, from his home. Yes. That's yes. exactly right. It's songs from the heart, yeah. of the of heart, the of the yeah. heart. Because of, see how important it is to know the truth, that you have a new heart, mm. and that you're in union with him, and sin is not counted against us. All those things are the keys to experiencing him. No wonder so many saints are languishing with wrong thinking and wrong teaching and thinking that God's a million miles away 
thinking that they have to work very hard to get in union with him when union has taken place by the hand of God. For it is of God that we are in Christ, seated with him now in heavenly places. Not some long, mystical journey of self-effacement and self-denial to one day become pure enough to be in union with him. No, that's the religion of man. But God came down. The scripture says, you know, who does he dwell with? He dwells in the high and the holy place, the scripture says, where no one can approach. He dwells in a place where no man can reach. And he descends and dwells with that one with the broken heart and the humble because they'll receive what he has done. Isn't that cool? So, I mean, who can, who can talk about these things? They're, they're beyond, they're, they're too great to even talk about them. Um, But it's, but it's awesome. Yes, Julia. Praise the Lord. Uh, I'm Julia. I'm here, um, my second time here, and I just thank God. It's really, really been a blessing to me. Uh, he was talking about songs, and I know there are times when the Lord put a song in your spirit, and you can never remember that song again. And all you're doing is just praising Him. It's like a song that never came out, but it's coming from within, and it's just a song that is so great that you think, okay, uh, I'll sing this again, I got to remember this, you know, it's just absolutely beautiful, Ooh. and it's like it's just you and him, nobody but you, like he, you just standing there, you know, and he's just holding you, and you're just, you're, 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 you're it, you're, you're it, <laughs> that's right, right, that's right, that's right, where you're saying, that's you know, right. yourself just come out, and you get to the point where you're saying, Lord, please take yeah. But then you have to remember, he didn't save you for nothing. He saved you for me, not only for yourself, but there's others I think he wants you to uh, That's right. Too. So, um, That's awesome. Sometimes that song, you'll never remember that song, but it was only for you. You know, that's probably what he means when he says, sing a new song. Yes. Sing a new song because he's so, I mean, they're unlimited. Yes. I mean, there's, so many, there's, there's unlimited new songs from all the new hearts he has created. All the sons and daughters, a new song every day. He can have a new song every day. That's awesome. Yes. Sing a new song. Yes. And that there's a song that says um, that he will give us songs in the night. Yes. He will give us songs in the night when we're going through hard times and this world bears down on us. In the world we shall have tribulation, but we can be of good cheer, for he has overcome this world. Songs in the night. Isn't this awesome? Yes, Barbara. He's even put a song in our our bodies because when they were doing studies on DNA um, back years ago out at Berkeley, um, they they were trying to decode the DNA and all that and they came up with it and decoded it into musical notes. So the DNA can be decoded into Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Is that cool? Well, that's, we have a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yes. So we do have a theme song. Ken's theme song is like rock. No, <laughs> no that's that is cool because uh, you know that's cool. I mean, you know, you know, Jesus said the rocks would cry out. I mean, 
He made things in a way that it's beyond our comprehension. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, Beth. The, the Lord gave me a, a secular song in the night, and the song was, Will You Be My Partner? For the rest of your life. Wow. See, that's awesome. Yeah. Beloved, beloved, I am. Can I have this dance? That's how it starts off. Can I have, I have this dance, dance for the rest of your life? Man. Will you be my partner? Will you be my wife? That's, that that's from him. Ooh. See, that's so awesome. See? That's who my daddy is. Yeah. Mm, that's right. You know, I just talked to a brother just, just the other day, and we were talking about the moon and the. You know, we, talk about the, we were talking about the whole thing about how the moon and the sun is the exact same size and how it's a, such a picture of the signature of God, you know, how it's as viewed from the earth, it's the same size. And he was, he was talking, and he said something I never thought of before. He goes, he, goes, he goes, wow, the moon going around the earth, going around the sun, that's like a waltz. And I said, wow, that is true. It's like a, it's a dance. It's like God, because the moon speaks of man, it's like God dancing with man, you know, around the, it's like he made it like a dance. It's like a waltz. It's like, that's, that's awesome. That is, well, that, that I never is, thought about that. That is very cool. Isn't that cool? That's very cool. I'll tell you, there's... That's revelation. The dance of God. That's why Song of Solomon, Barbara's studying the Song of Solomon. She's going to do a, a Bible study on the, the Song of Songs, which is the Song of Love and so rich. All these things about Him. I am my beloved's. He is mine. He sees me. He sees me. James, when I was in college, I started dating Hazel. This was before we became life mates. And there was a song that I used to sing that was secular to her quite a bit. We'd be walking with a greasy spoon for dinner. That's all I could afford at the time. And uh, I'd just break out in a song. We're walking down the sidewalk holding hands. I'd look at her and I'd say, why do birds suddenly appear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember that song? Is that uh-huh. yeah. Carpenters, yeah. Every yeah. time you are near, yeah. just like me, they're going to be close to you. Okay. Oh. Now, <laughs> years later, I find myself in posture. I've told her this many times. She walks into the room, and I have a song. And I just look at her and I say, You are so beautiful. <laughs> okay? They're just songs that come. In yeah. In our relationship with the Lord, so cool. Whenever we just remember, receive, remember, be thankful. He realize, he lets us know. I see you're in the room. You you're in relationship with me, and he then begins to just sing that song. He begins that song. Yes. And we do. We're like the moon, and the sun at that point. We just reflect that song. He gives us that song, the new creation, new song, and we just begin to sing it. Because we're in a relationship now. A relationship that is not boyfriend and girlfriend walking down, but we are in covenant. Yeah. In fact, what we see in the natural is just a picture of the, yeah. of the real. That's right. Wow. And I've told this many, many times when we sit in the car. I said, now, I know the Lord's told me this, but he's also said this to, to me. Where you are is home. It doesn't matter where we live on 4118 Greenfern, or we live in Charlotte, North Carolina, or in China. That's right. Because we're together there. That's right. And that's just something that is supernaturally provided. The Lord says, hey, wherever you're at, I'm there. You're at home. Yeah, that's it. It's like how we began this whole thing this morning, you know, where they said, where do you dwell? Lord, where do you dwell? Where do you live? He said, come and see. 
And where he, where they would find out eventually, the gospel develops this, but what they would find out eventually is that he lived in the Father. And the Father lived in him. Wherever he was, he was home. Just like that. And he says, come and see, because I'm going to take you where I live. If, if you'll follow me, I'm going to do a work where the heavens are going to open. And you're going to go where I go. In and out. And find pasture in me. It's awesome. sister Lord we just thank you we thank you we thank you Lord I pray that you would lead us all the more into the simplicity of this relationship with you the simplicity of Christ Lord I thank you for my brothers and my sisters and may this love that fills us just overflow to each other Oh, God, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you that we can experience you, that you're not a book, but you are spirit. And you desire to experience us as well as we experience you. Thank you, Father. Lord Jesus, power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.